Thank you for tuning into the ninth episode of What Do You Say Anime? On the docket today, Adam and I will be giving our review of the summer 2019 anime season. So warning, there will be spoilers in this review, so viewer beware. We will also be going over some of the anime news that dropped since our last episode, do our always popular off-the-cuff segment, and end with a game of Anime 20 Questions, which hopefully this time will not be too controversial, unlike the last time. So sit back, relax, and as we enjoy this journey into the seasonal anime review of summer Episode 9 of What Do You Say Anime? I'm one of your hosts, Adam Bomb the Fatal Otaku, and with me as always is the glue that holds this podcast podcast together, Peter. Peter, how you doing? <laughs> I like that a lot, Adam. I'm doing great. How about yourself? Uh, I'm surviving, working a lot, playing some WoW Classic, and uh, trying to get the bad taste of this season out of my mouth. No kidding. <laughs> Alright, so let's first jump into some news. I went and pulled some news off of a couple websites that have to do with the anime industry, and the first thing I got here for you is that the rising of the Shield Hero characters are going to be joining the next season of Isekai Quartet. Peter, you watched Isekai Quartet, correct? Yep, very, I'm looking forward to season two. I wish it wasn't Shield Hero, just because that would confirm like another season. I was really hoping for like a, a Shiro from like No Game No Life, and that way we can get season two of No Game No Life, but you know what? I like Shield Hero a lot. I think it'll add a nice dynamic to it. Yeah, I'm not holding up much hope for No Game No Life to get another season, though I would be very happy to see it. That is one of my favorites from a few years back. Yep, and I like that they're uh, they're they're pumping uh, this the at least the good Isekais into this. So I have no issues with it. I'm pre- pretty happy. Looking forward to season two of Isekai Quartet. Same here. Next on the docket, you're. Irregular at Magic High School is getting a second season. That's going to be coming out next year. Did you ever get a chance to watch that? I know this I, might have been right around the time you uh, were in college. Yeah, uh, I watched it. I was one of the first uh, anime I watched when I started getting hooked on anime. Uh, I absolutely hated season one, so season I'm, two really doesn't do a whole lot for me. I am with you on that, but it's one of my buddy uh, Matt's favorite shows. He always talked about it, tried to get me to watch it. I'm not a fan of the sibling relationship, and that's what pushed me away from it. But yeah, and just like it, uh, the main character is like a bland bitch uh, isekai protagonist without being in another world type of thing, and like yep. being OP and everything, and it just didn't click with me. It was like, I don't know, he just... The show just wasn't wasn't for me, but I know a lot of people were hyped about this. I know a lot of people love this show. So, for the masses, I'm happy for them. For me, 
I maybe will watch it. We'll see when it comes out. But 2020 is looking absolutely stacked, so I don't really know if I want to throw this on my docket, depending on which season it comes out in. I totally understand, unless there's a completely blank schedule, which I don't foresee being. There's not a chance I'm really going to watch it. I didn't enjoy the first season. Yeah, and uh, I mean, if you want to check out another previous episode of our podcast, I have a pretty uh, good list of like my top 10 shows for 2020 that are getting sequels or additional seasons that I'm looking forward to way more than this sequel. Nice internal plug on that one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Next one we got Funimation is going to be dubbing the two OVAs of Yu Yu Hakusho. And that is, for me, probably like the biggest news on this list today because Yu Yu Hakusho is my favorite shonen, if not my favorite anime of all time. I absolutely love it. And the original uh, dub cast is coming back. And if you have not watched Yu Yu Hakusho, watch it dubbed. Do not watch it subbed. The dub is so much better. And that's not normally something you can say about a show, but I'm 100% like on board with watching it dubbed. Yep. Uh, Kuwabara dubbed is legit. I think it's my favorite dub casting of all time. He's literally one of my favorite characters of all time now because of the dub. Uh, I, I personally, I don't think the sub was that bad, but I just think the dub is god tier. Oh yeah, and absolutely. So, it's like not when, a... when, when the news came out for like the dubbing of the OVAs, I was like, I kind of lost my shit. Even though I'm not completely finished with it, like I'm um, I'm wrapping up the dark tournament still, but like I absolutely you still love got about Yu Yu Hakusho. Show to go. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I, I mean, even only being halfway through Yu Yu Hakusho, like this announcement, I was like, oh damn, type of thing. So really looking forward to the OVAs. That's good to hear. Next up, we have Aniplex's mer- merged Funimation in North America. So Aniplex and Funimation are going to be essentially a joint operation now. They're both owned by Sony. And speaking for what it could mean in the future, I can't really say, but we could be seeing more Aniplex shows coming to Funimation, like streaming services. We could also see Funimation is supposed to be taking the uh, distribution rights and it's like basically in charge of like creating the uh dubs and uh, distributing it among the North American audience which if you're a Blu-ray collector like I am Aniplex of America is known for keeping the prices equivalent to what they are over in Japan which means if you're buying something like oh I'll just use this as an example Sword Art Online I have it's broken up into four sets and each set's like $60 each for a season. So you have to spend over $200 to get a season of a show, which is ludicrous. I mean, if you if you're like a collector like myself, it's just you don't have that kind of money just laying around all the time. And Funimation has a lot better prices. So if Funimation is in charge of distributing, we might see a drop in prices on some of these Aniplex shows, which would be really nice. Yep. It's a big, I know it's a big deal for a lot of people who are collectors. Personally, that's not me. I just stream everything, but I know someone like you, and I know a lot of other people prefer having the physical copies of shows, that this is a pretty big deal, and hopefully that we won't get, like, $300 box sets anymore. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's really hard to be buying shows that you love if, you know, they're going to be $300. So. Yeah, hope. Next up, and the last one on our list, Crunchyroll has acquired a majority stock in Viz Media over in Europe. 
and I'm not sure if this entails other areas like North America, but as far as I know, it's just Europe right now, which means that's the same kind of thing where Crunchyroll is going to be using Viz Media's like distributors and like ins in the uh, distribution, like their distribution means to like reach more vendors. So you might be seeing Crunchyroll having more of a presence over in the UK. Can't complain about that. But that's all I've got for the news this week. Why don't I throw it over to you, Pete? All right, so we're going to jump into our summer 2019 anime review, and we are both going to start off with some of our favorites. So, Adam, you want to take it first? All right, so first one I watched, the one that I was keeping up week to week and watching multiple times in sub and dub is How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift. Uh, this show is probably one of the few shows that I actually enjoyed watching. Many other shows this season I could not stand. But the premise is about a girl named Hibiki who wants to lose some weight so that she can get in shape for summer season so she can find a boyfriend. And so she joins a gym where she runs into popular pretty girl Akemi. And the two of them start working out with muscle bro Machio who is a plain looking like pretty boy character who when he flexes rips all his clothes off. It's a hilarious show. It's an educational show about working out. It has a banger OP. The ending theme song is great, too. It's, like I said, one of my favorite shows of the season, which isn't very hard for the season, but overall, I really, <laughs> really liked it. Yeah. Uh, definitely loved How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Left. One of the shows, rare shows this season, where I was looking forward to the episode dropping so I could watch it as soon as I got home from work. Like you said before... Definitely the OP is an OP of the year contender. Absolute jam of a song. It's on my like gym workout playlist. It's even though I'm just at work and chilling and you just need like a nice pump up song. It's such an easy, fun song to relax to and just get you through the day. Uh the E D is fantastic. Like you said before. Um one of just a great overall enjoyable show. Uh personally like the only thing that I would like nitpick on is like some of the storylines that they set up that I never got into, but you never That's know. Fair. Like with how like popular the show is, and these the only way I can kind of relate it to like these hob not should say hobby shows, but like for example like uh, laid back camp, how it kind of sparked like a, a camping revolution and it got so popular that now it's like getting a movie and a season two for 2020. This show kind of had like a similar effect on like. Not like weightlifting, but fitness in general, where we can, I can definitely see uh, this show kind of setting up for a second season down the road. Like, not anytime soon. I think it would probably be at least probably like two years. But I can definitely see how they can easily make like a new storyline where like maybe Hibiki gets like fat again. You could easily make like a second season or something like that. So, personally, a, a great, enjoyable show and honestly one of my favorites of the season. Yeah, there's plenty of content from the manga, too, from what I am aware of. I'm going to start reading it. Like, I don't normally read. So yep. if you hear me talking about picking up a manga and wanting to read it, it's because I really love a show or a light novel. But from what I hear, there's plenty of content to make. Talking about going back to the OP one more time, I don't remember the name of the website now, but there was a top 10 anime download chart from Japan, and of anime theme songs from this last season and it was number one on the list so that goes to show you like it, it's a banger song so if you it haven't heard Demon it Slayer OP. yeah it did 
Demon Slayer was number two, and it was number one. And I think Demon Slayer's ED was number four on that chart, too. Gotcha. Yep. But, so, uh, yeah, uh, it's a... Sorry, go, go ahead. On, go on, go us. No, you go. Okay, well, I was just going to wrap it up with this one. That uh, It was a very enjoyable show and very little things to nitpick. So just, like, from a personal rating, like, what, what did you score this show? I have it at a 9 out of 10. Okay, I gave it an 8 just because, obviously, it's nothing, like... The show doesn't take itself serious or anything like that. It's just, like, a fun, enjoyable show with, like, some great, like, lifting tips and everything like that. Next, we're going to transition to the ever-popular Demon Slayer. Uh, Adam, I think you watched some episodes but never finished it. Yeah, I'm not completely caught up on it. I'm both three episodes in, but it's one of those shows that I'm all on board for it. Sure. Okay, so then I'll just do a little quick, uh, quick like, synopsis. It's, it's a story of... A revenge story of... Tanjiro, who is a villager where his family is murdered by a group of, or not a group, a single demon, and luckily his sister survives, but she's like half demon, half uh, human, kind of like Blade minus the vampire, but more demon. And it's just like a revenge story of him trying to become a demon slayer, hence the title, and avenging his family and becoming like this great warrior. And uh, personally, I'm not the biggest shonen fan in the world. I, uh, it's I'm very picky when it comes to shonen, and I think Demon Slayer, when it's all said and done, is going to be one of the greatest shonens ever made. I think Demon Slayer is easily an anime of the year contender. We're already getting a movie for the next arc, which I'm assuming will also fall into a season two announcement. Just depending on, I just hope it's only you foldable. Uh, who does the producing of season two? I know they're doing the movie as well. It, it's animation. Obviously, it's ufotable. So if you're familiar with like Fate Zero Unlimited Blade Works, it's that type of animation where it's just absolutely breathtaking. Uh, I think everybody lost their shit at episode 19. No spoilers, but when you get to episode 19, you're probably gonna lose your shit over the animation and fight scenes. It's uh, like a fight of the year contender, animation of the year contender. It's that good of a show. Can't say how good it is enough. Uh, Nezuko, best girl of the year contender. Tanjiro, best boy of the year contender. My biggest concern with Demon Slayer earlier in the year was the side characters and how I didn't really enjoy them, but by the end of the show, I absolutely loved them. So it does a really good show of like character building and just driving the story into a really good place to end on, along with just a really enjoyable watch. So personally... Like I said before, it's an anime of the year contender. It's easily uh, anime of the season, like not even remotely close. 10 out of 10. If you haven't watched Demon Slayer, go watch it now. So I finished the first half of the first season. The one that basically what took place last, last uh, what, core? Yeah. Yeah, last core. I finished everything there, so I'm only a few episodes into this part, so the second half of this season. But like you said, this is... For at least for me right now, as much as I love dumbbells, this is the anime of the season. For me, at least, unless it drops off drastically, which nope. from the sounds of it, it doesn't. No, nope, it only like, gets better. No- Honestly, like I'm such a pickler for shonens, and this just it absolutely knocked it out of the park. Like I cannot say good. Th- I honestly don't have like a bad thing to say. Like I legit think this show. I'm hoping it. It's probably gonna get multiple seasons, and absolutely. I. Le- I literally think, like, when it's all said and done, like, I think Hunter x Hunter is, like, my fourth favorite show of all time. I think it's literally going to be on, like, the Hunter x Hunter level. That's how good the show is. Yeah, that's that's 
great praise to hear from you. I do want to sidetrack for a second because I was talking to you earlier this week about how I was getting really upset with fandoms. Yes. And how, like, this is... So I'm, it's going to be a bit away from the review section, but it's something I kind of want to talk about. Yeah, On Twitter, it. there was a cosplayer that did an, a cosplay of Nezuko. And she's... This cosplayer, I'm going to guess, is in her mid-20s. Did a adult Nezuko cosplay, like, aged her up. Which, which I guess, really pissed off a large chunk of anime fans saying that basically calling what she was doing like wrong and like how she should be ashamed of herself for cosplaying an adult Nezuko because it was protect Nezuko a little too serious well not just that but like basically saying what she was doing was bordering on like pedophilia because she is obviously like sexualizing traits from a character that is underage even though she herself is an adult and though I can respect trying to like keep mediums pure as much as you can. I feel like the amount of hate that this person got for just doing a cosplay was beyond ridiculous, especially when it wasn't in I guess to me, like it wasn't that bad. Like it it wasn't like she was completely naked or anything like that. It was just, you know, this woman has a big bust and you could see her big bust in her kimono. Like but, I don't know, it, it was that along with the stuff that was going on with the Vic Mignogna lawsuit, and the headbutting going on there, and then the rest of the shows that we're about to get into, along with drama in my vi- the video game industry that's going on right now, that just kind of took a drain on all the things I liked lately. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm just, what I'm getting at here is, try to give people, like, if, even if you don't like something tr- and you don't enjoy it, whether it be a show, whether it be someone's take on a cosplay, you don't have to go out and harass the person for it because you're making the community look bad. Yeah, that seems... I'm unfamiliar with it, but, like, if a busty girl wants to cosplay as Nezuko, like, it seems like she kind of... I, I honestly don't know. I didn't see the picture, but, like, sometimes you can't help it type of thing. And I, I'm not saying that she couldn't help it. Like, the, it was definitely a attempted, like, she she wanted her chest to be shown. But, again, if you're aging up a kid... Yeah, it's her body, like... Uh, it, it's all... In the end, this is all f- based on fictional shows. It's based yeah. on... None of these characters are real. So no one's being harmed when you age up a character in a cosplay. Like... That's just my opinion. If you don't like yeah. it, and I, you feel free to tell me. But I don't know. I just felt like I was getting really drained by just reading all the negativity that's been going on in the gaming and the anime industry lately. That I just got a burnout the last couple of weeks. I feel you. I, I don't. I know what you're saying. There's a couple of fandoms like that. Maybe not like the harassing type of thing that you do, but like sometimes fandoms like drain the energy from me as well. Yeah, so just that, that was just something I want to say. If if you guys have something, you don't like one of our takes, you don't like a take of somebody else, it's fine to state it, but try to keep it civil. 
Don't let it get to the point of harassment. That's yeah, all I'm saying. We're adults. We, yeah, especially we've had um, when we had our controversial twenty questions uh, segment. <laughs> I, we had yep. we had some feedback, and you know what? Most of the people said it in like a very adult manner. Like, I disagree with you because of this, or I agree with you because of this. And yep, if people said I was wrong and they stayed their opinion, I'm perfectly cool with that. Thank you for like, letting me know. Let's yep. keep it civil and. We'll, we'll move on from there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all I want to say. I'll, let's jump back onto the review right, track, good. shall we? So, the next show we watched, or we both watched, was Oh Maidens in Your Savage Season. And this was a show about a group of girls who are in middle school. Middle school, if I'm correct, right? High school. High school? They just entered high school? All I right. think they're... they're, they're not, I think they're like juniors in high school. Oh, are they? Okay. Well, because, they're high school... Um, they have the scene where, like, the senpais, like, graduated from their, like, literature club, and then they're taking over it this year. So I think they're either juniors or seniors. Okay. Well, so we have some high school girls that are part of a literature club that basically they want to learn about sex and what sex is about. And so it's a, at least going into it, it's a comedy that just follows this group of girls from a literature club going through the ups and downs of boys and how sex works and like one girl's trying to write a novel and she wants to discover like sex so that she can write better and is there anything you want to point out about before I start breaking it down? Yeah, My thoughts? It, 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 it's definitely a um, it, it has the comedy aspects, it has like that romance and drama aspects that I think that does uh, better, oh, I should say better, but it does well compared to like other shows in that genre where it's a little bit more tr- more mature, they take their time. It's not like the cliche like uh, I think I gave in like a previous example in a different episode where it, it like takes twelve episodes to manifest like a confession or like twelve episodes yep. to manifest like a hand holding scene, or like they take like real life subjects that people are going through and they hit it on the head like pretty well. I thought just with like when you're 16 years old, whether you're a boy or a girl, like, sex is on your mind, like, all the time. So, like, I thought they did, like, a really good, like, uh, uh, like, how they viewed that and how they, like, described that a very well job in the show. Yeah, and I found it to be completely relatable, which is a blessing and a curse for this show. Because when they were able to talk and they were, like, to say exactly what was on my mind when I was that age and be like, you put into words something I couldn't do, the ending scene, like, one of the ending scenes in the last episode does it perfectly, and I'm not gonna spoil it for people that haven't finished it yet, but I think the ending confession scene between two of the characters was done great. I Everything that the main, that the guy said, I agree with. He spoke my mind in a way I couldn't, which I love. However... Yeah. Oh, can I jump in real quick that he go, does? I'm go. not going to... It's no spoilers, but they, that guy does a really good interpretation of the difference between a, like, romantic sexualization of somebody and then just, like, a, like, physical sexualization of somebody. Exactly. And I thought that was, like... I honestly haven't really seen that many times in shows, and I thought it was portrayed perfect. Uh, that's exactly what I was talking about. And yep. the way he stated it is was done in a way I've never heard in anime, much less heard in real life. Like, having someone just break it down the way he did in a simple enough way that it made sense within the show, but made sense to us, the viewer, like, yeah, that's how I... That's what it is. That's what I'm feeling right now, or was feeling at the time, or whatever it is. 
So that was great. There was a part, and I want to say it was around episode 9, 10, mm-hmm. that borderlines on NTR. And I, for anyone who knows me, that's one of my biggest pet peeves in a show, period. And, like, it got so serious that it made me uncomfortable watching. Do you want to explain what NTR is? Okay, so I'm, I'm going to apologize for my pronunciation on this right first off, but it's Netorare. It's a... It basically is trying to steal someone from somebody else. It's a term that translates, like, I believe translates exactly to cuckolding. Yeah, that's That's the easiest way to put it. But it's more than that in... In this regard, it's like trying to steal someone from someone else who's in, like, a form of a relationship. And... There is a scene in there where one of the characters does that to her best friend, and it makes me sick to my stomach just thinking about. And it's just a personal thing. For some people, that's going to be a plus because it gets really real and emotional. But for me, that went a bit too far. I Yep, I completely understand what you're saying. I think be- for me, it's like the opposite of you because like, I felt like that was real. Like, people... like. What she did in the show, like, that's a really shitty thing to do, but, like, that happens in real life. Oh, it's absolutely that was a really, does. like, the, the show does a really, like, accurate portrayal. Like, it doesn't seem like it's, like, an anime show. It feels like it's a real-life show that's just animated type of thing. Yep. So, I completely get your viewpoint, why you didn't like it. Personally, it was one of the reasons why I did like it. Because, like, things that make you uncomfortable does, doesn't mean it's bad. Oh, no, it doesn't mean it's bad at all. It just, for me, it made it less fun to watch. Yeah, taking away from the enjoyment is a part of the show. So, like, obviously, if it's not your thing, you're not going to like it. And you obviously, you should just watch what you like. So, it definitely makes sense from your point of view. However, I will say, even if that is something that you agree with me on, that it's not something you would yourself enjoy, I still think the show is worth watching. Because everything around it is so good. Yes wonderful and like it's one uncomfortable moment in the actually there's there's one other part that's kind of uncomfortable I think it's the same episode with the teacher but yep but honestly like that that even for me is less like stomach churning than that but what I'm getting off track my point is if you enjoy like if it sounds like something you enjoy that realistic like uh, depiction of like being a be going through puberty and people like discovering that like it's a great show to watch don't let that one scene or my opinion of that one scene like make you decide not to watch it because it's great it's yes. just uh, one th- tiny thing that just made me uncomfortable yeah and then like the tiny thing that I nitpick on it was uh like I'm, I'm gonna try like avoiding spoilers but episode 11 where they're in the school I oh, did not yes. like that part of it because the whole show felt so real to me and then episode 11 was very cartoonish and over the top, and it kind of took me away from it. I was like, you had, you, I don't know, they set up, like, this beautiful story, and then they kind of just went, like, something where it's, like, a typical anime, like, sidetrack thing that they did, and that kind of took away from me for a little bit. And I also hate that they essentially set it up where we're not getting a second season. Like, they they all. concluded the story in episode yep. 12. I was like, you know what? Because the manga is still going or I think it's a light novel actually it's still going and there's still content for it so I was like 
man, I really wish there was more. And they've essentially set it up where we're not getting any more. So a beautiful 12-episode show. It, it was a good show, though, and I'm happy for what we got. Can we talk about the teacher, then, for one minute, then? Since yeah. we're going to... His whole yeah. announcement to the class is... That just kind of blew my mind. I didn't like that they did that. Because no yeah. teacher's actually going to do that, at least not here in North America. Maybe they would in Japan. I don't know their culture that well, but over here in North America, there's no way the teacher makes that announcement. Yeah. there, There's um, some of the adult decisions in the show kind of, like, took me away from it, too, as well, where, like, these, like, 16-year-old girls are way more mature and smarter than, like, these adults. So I was like, this is, you're just using it to set up, like, drama elements. But yeah. that's, like, really nitpicking the show. Because overall, I thought the show was, like... I mean, it was literally my anime of the season up until episode 19 of Demon Slayer. Like, that's how, how much I value the show. I had it as my favorite show. Like, when I watched it, I was all on board up until that point I told you about. Maybe an episode before that, when the drama starts, like, really picking up. But it's still it's top three for me this yeah. season. What would you end up giving it? I have an eight. Okay, I have it as a nine. I just, I absolutely loved it. I just thought the the things that they portray and it is some of the best of any like romantic comedy uh, anime I've ever seen. So there's just so many, so many great things about the show. I highly recommend it if you're to the and that like rom com drama type of show. Absolutely, couldn't agree more. All right, next up, uh, two shows that I'm currently watching that have multiple cores. Uh, first one up is Dr. Stone. I th- believe we are 13 episodes in. The second core of season one is starting right now. And this is a show where I highly recommend, if you haven't started watching it right now, don't. I think you should wait for the entire show to finish. This is a show where it's much better to watch it in a binge than an episode to episode, even though... I'm watching it episode to episode, and I still think it's really good. There's just so much, so many different random elements to the show, it's really hard to explain how it, you should watch it as a binge instead of an episode to episode, but uh, Dr. Stone essentially is people get uh, frozen in time, and then like 3,700 years later, they are woke. some people are woken up, and it's just the journey of rebuilding a society, so really nice world building, really cool characters, and like over-the-top facial expressions. Uh, highly recommended it if you are into like world building, more character based. There's some action in it, but it's really not an action based show. Um, it's like shonen style still as well. So you get the over top facial expressions, the action scenes are over the top, and just like how the explanations of some of the situations they get in are like this Deus Ex Machina, where just like randomly we need one beautiful thing to happen and boom it happens. So there's a little like ha 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 little over the top type of thing so personally I'm enjoying Dr. Stone it's an 8 out of 10 for me and the next one that is currently on a hiatus for like 3 weeks I think it has like 2 weeks left on its break is Fire Force and that's the human combustion show where we see people turning into infernals and we have like this specialized firefighting force called the Fire Force to dispatch of these infernals very shown and very over the top action based I really, really enjoy the action. The fight scenes are absolutely amazing. Um, the fight scene with one of the firefighters is probably like fight. It'll be like nominated for like fight of the year. It's that good. 
The only issues I really have with Fire Force is the pacing is terrible. It's every episode is just so random. Like what we're going to get? Are we going to get like this action pace episode where we get like 15 minute fights, or are we going to get a 23 minute epilogue episode? So you really don't know what you're going yourself into. It kind of drives me away, and the fan service is so fucking bad. It's so bad. I'm sorry. I have no issues with fan service, but there's it's just so forced and it's if it was not in the show it would make it so much better and it's not needed so the fan service in one of these shows takes it away from me uh personally i still think it's a good show i think you should check it out if you are in uh, like a shonen fan uh it's a seven out of ten all righty uh now we're gonna be getting into the block of shows that just make me want to bang my head against the wall it's our it's our famous isekai block Yep. So first off on the docket, Ari Ferreira. Ah man. So this was the show I believe when we were talking about it the midway through the season or partway through the season. I was enjoying to some extent over the other shows, but boy did that change like the next episode in. Yeah. There was so this show is about a group of students, a class that gets teleported into another dimension. The main character Hajime, he gets like betrayed by one of his classmates falls down to the bottom of a cave and ends up having to survive on his own being one of the weakest classes that they get bestowed upon when they enter this world he has like the synergist class allowing him to basically absorb powers from monsters that he eats and where do I even go with this uh, so the main question. character <laughs> he, he stumbles across like a, ca- a door with a monster behind it that has like a bunch of freaking it's like a hydra kills I think it's the hydra part it's I don't even remember the literally the worst scene of anime <laughs> I've seen this year it's a terrible CGI snake he finds this vampire chick that's like a vampire loli that he may or may not have been having sex with pretty sure he has sex with her I, yeah, I don't fucking know this show is yeah. after episode 5 and they had they finally decided to do a recap episode to explain what the heck's actually going on because I was so confused I dropped it. Like Yep, I, I made the episode five as well. And yeah, there's there's not much to say. It's the premise it felt like it was setting something up, if not like a bit like convoluted, but it never ended up getting anywhere for me. I gave it more than I normally give shows that I'm gonna drop and the main character's so, dumb, the lowly vampire's dumb, the CGI fights were dumb. The rest okay, of the Okay, so I know we were talking a little bit before this about how we both didn't finish the show, but I found out what happened, and I want to get your reaction. Okay, Tell, okay, I've so, not heard this yet, so what is so this? Spo- so spoilers for Ari Fueta, if you haven't seen it yet, don't. But, so after the whole Hydra fight, they meet a bunny rabbit girl who is like Aqua from Konosuba, but is literally there for no reason and is there for fan service and quote-unquote like the comic relief. Uh, I've seen some clips on YouTube and she seems like one of the worst characters ever made. And then later down the road, they end up buying a slave mermaid and the show turns into a harem. (laughs) Wow. you get I, so you get this like smart, edgy, edge lord OP protagonist who always is like logically thinking, 
and then just brings in like this absolute moron bunny girl and then buys a slave mermaid for no reason. That's how the show ends. So you have just a thirsty lowly vampire, uh, ed- edgy McEdgelord, a dumb bunny girl, and a mermaid. Okay. Yes. It's... The, so they never end up meeting the seeing the class again. I actually could care less. I don't give a crap. So about the class ends up going into like a different dungeon and they never cross cross paths. Eh, whatever. Who cares? So <laughs> it's just like t- to be honest, it's like I'm assuming that they're not going to make a second season of this show because the this show was delayed a year before making even season one. So it's just like I don't know. It's some of the choices that they made, knowing that they're probably not making a season two made the show even worse uh i dropped it off after episode five sounds like you dropped it after episode five yeah i just remember them getting to a mansion and finding a magic ring and i don't know yeah yeah so just in terms of like (laughs) rating scale i gave it a four um just because i don't know sure it was just not good yeah um i don't rate shows that i drop but if i was going to it'd be a four three yep Alright, so next up on our isekai block is the Do You Like Your Mom and her two-hit multi-target attacks. Uh, One of... Another isekai added to the block, but like, once again, just not a good show. I said in an earlier episode where the scenes where we don't get the mother-son fan service, the show isn't... the Like, it's not good, but it's not terrible. And I stuck with it. I finished all 12 episodes. Oh, you're a man. Uh, thank God the fan service after episode three, I think only happens once between the mother and son thing. So they cut down that part of the fan service, which I was so happy for. So I was literally going to be like, if I see one more uh, part of fan service between the two, I was going to drop it. And I didn't get it until episode 11, I think. And I was like, well, at this point I might as well finish it. Um, the whole story like literally makes no sense. It's just like, mothers and sons joining this MMORPG alternate reality world so they can build their bond together like obviously the premise is meant to be a joke but it's not really a satire that's it's its own story personally the the comedy was like fine and like the characters were fine like one of the the characters like the sage I think her name is Wise literally goes she's like a tsundere and then towards the end of it is just like in love with the main character for like no apparent reason so that was kind of dumb uh just like a general basic isekai i gave it a five out of ten yeah this is another one i dropped and i dropped it right after episode three my issues with it were one i don't mind the comedic aspects of it like you said they're not bad they're not great but like they're tolerable but you're putting them in like an MMO world in a fantasy realm and all of the fights are just so like anticlimactic it's just it's quite literally the mom just swinging a sword and fire or ice coming out of it and everything dying it's one swing yeah. everything dies in one hit except for like a couple confrontations with some other, with other characters but for the most part it's like I the action scenes are beyond boring. I didn't so much care for the characters. Like, the the one girl who carries around the bag and picks up all the items I thought was cute and funny. Great character. I actually but, loved her character. But everyone the only else... the I liked. 
Like, she, she's, like, obsessed with, like, picking up the gems. Like, she's the only one, like, doing her job, like, super seriously, and I love that about her. Everyone else is just kind of, like, doesn't want to be there, besides, I guess, the mom. Like, she's yeah. more about dolting or, like, just obsessing over her son than anything. I just couldn't keep up with it. It was illogical. The way they jumped between arcs, I didn't even like. Like, they just kind of, like, let's just start the next, like, confrontation. There's no real setup to it, it feels like. Yeah, this one won the default Best Isekai of the Season Award based off of it not being, like the worst show ever made on like the next two we're getting into oh my yes i i honestly okay yeah we'll just get it right into it now um isekai cheat magician i watched the first three episodes and i honestly could not differentiate this from like wise man's grandchild or grandson or like any of those other like teleport to another world when we were at um crunchyroll expo what like they showed that whole like like the main cities from like different shows and you had to guess like what show the cities came from you remember that yep yeah <laughs> they showed like yeah the map from like Kotosuba and this one and what was other wise ones man's, the show? Was it wise man's, man's grandchild, grandchild? and they're, and they're exactly the same. the same but it goes beyond just like their setting their set being exactly the same the story feels the same. The overpowered protagonists feel the same. It's like someone said, can I copy your homework, but just changed it a little bit so that it went... Like, that. everyone's seen that meme. Like, yeah. But that's exactly what this show was. It's like every other trapped in a... Or isekai, where an overpowered protagonist gets magical powers and gets transported into another world. Yeah, it's, I remember I asking you a question because you dropped it after episode three. I was like, guess who the villain is? And you're like... I don't know a demon lord. You're like, yep, you're absolutely correct. Like, and you haven't even seen the rest of the show. It's like, yeah, you don't even have to see it. You could guess what's going to happen. It's like, OP protagonist, childhood friend. Uh oh, random like, kind of harem elements. So there's not like a romance element to the show. I I lasted two more episodes than you did, and I wish I dropped it after episode three. Yeah, because like it's just it's so fucking bad. I, like, in order to get through episode three, because I will watch the first... I'd give it the three-episode rule like most people do. Same. I, fall, I fell asleep in episode two twice. Just like I was yeah. watching it while playing World of Warcraft, and even World of Warcraft couldn't keep me that interested. Yeah, and it, it had, like, it had some elements to make it... I'm not even going to say good, but, like, watchable. Like, a five out of ten type of show. And it just... It did nothing to it. It's just... Everything is always revolved around the bland bitch protagonist OP. He's always the most powerful. Nothing changes. He fights a demon lord. And if you haven't seen the show, you could probably fill in the blanks and guess what happens. And guess what? You're probably right. Yeah. So we both dropped it. You dropped it after three episodes. I dropped it after five episodes. I put it at the same like rank as Ari Fuleta, so I give it a four out of ten. And I know you don't rate your drops, so I, I'd give it probably a two. I cared that little Ooh. about it. Ooh. Okay. Alright. Well, maybe last a three, but like block, yeah. oh, Okay. Yeah, I just... Last for the Isekai block is a Mao Sama retry or Demon Lord retry, which is the same shit. Like, I don't even know how much we have to get into it. The only cool thing I liked about this is that the main character is like an admin of a server instead of this overpowered like player 
which he also is, but that was the only cool episode, uh, like aspect of the show. Uh, the side characters are terrible. There's like a trap character who drove me insane, literally dropping the show. Um, same shit, except he's a the demon lord, so he doesn't have to kill a demon lord. I don't yeah. know much to say. How many episodes did you make it, Adam? I that every one of these that I dropped, I probably dropped at episode three or four. So I, I dropped remember. it. At, yeah, I dropped it after four. So just like same shit. I gave this one a four out of ten since I gave. I think Ari Fueta, Demon Lord Retry, and Isekai Cheat Magician are all so bad in their like own elements that I can't say which one is the worst Isekai of the season. I think they're all literally just throw it in a f- dumpster and burn it. Yeah, I couldn't. I'll, I'll try to be nice and say something I liked about it. The main character, like, feeling like he was some kind of mafia boss, I guess was alright. Yeah, literally the, the f- only thing I liked about the show was the main <laughs> character. And I didn't even say liked, I was more of, like, I managed. Yeah, ma- like, he was a manageable character. Yeah. Um, I Bad hated show, the, 4 out of 10. I hated the two princesses <laughs> that showed up. Or whatever oh, yeah. the hell they were. Like... yeah. Terrible characters. The Rem wannabe and the, the Sundere, like, pink-haired girl from every anime ever made. Yeah. Yep, don't watch it. I'll. There's not much to say. Let's just move on to the next one. Uh, yeah, next one is another one that I dropped, Hensuki. Uh, so, this one, I'm gonna, I'll premise, before I get into it, I will say this. I feel like there are people out there that could like this show. I There's don't a think, lot of people who like I've, the show. I can see why someone could find it even enjoyable. I'm just not one of them. So I don't. That main, I'm also one of them. <laughs> main character is part of like a calligraphy club. He's has a sister who's an exhibitionist and like like to take her clothes off, and he's got a group of girls like childhood friends and a harem essentially that are all have their different kinks but he doesn't know that quite yet and one day after the calligraphy club cleans up he finds a love note and a pair of panties sitting on the desk and he has to figure out who is the panty cinderella which of these girls from the calligraphy club might be the girl that secretly has a crush on him and so he goes out on dates and starts to get to know all of these different girls. I think I got through episode four episodes of this one. Ooh, I think I lasted four episodes as, as well. And so, um, like, the dates pretty much go as you'd expect. They're cute girls. Like, I don't mind the art at times. Like, some of the, the character designs, we'll say, are cute. I like the character designs. He goes on these seemingly normal dates, and then... At the very end, you realize some things that they've been saying might have been not what you thought they were, and they reveal what kink they have. Like, one of the girls wants to be treated like a dog, and another girl is a masochist, his sister is an exhibitionist, and yeah. Each yeah. of the different girls I, has a kink. We, we talked about it in the like first impressions episode, where like the whole setup for the show is that the, the punchline is, hey, I'm X like type of fetish like i'm an exhibitionist ha 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 get it and it's like that it was like it's not funny the whole setup is just terrible the like the fetishes are like some of them are weird but like i don't know like it just 
the story doesn't make any sense to me while you set up 12 episodes for three fetishes which are I don't know not that uncommon I guess like no not really yeah it's like I don't know like I didn't get the comedy the fan service was just like why don't you like if this is the type of show that you like for like fan service and like no story and no plot why don't you just go watch hentai type of thing like at least there you'll actually get like some satisfaction other than watching this boring ass shit um personally this is my least favorite show of the season I hated it I like the animations were terrible uh, like I said before, it, it felt like you were watching somebody play a dating sim game, but they were, like, really bad at it. That's because he literally picks none of them. And then, like, the sister's not actually his sister. So then well, they just had to not. add that. They had to add that sister element to, like, it. I'm just like, just stop. Like, it's so bad and not funny. And But for some reason, like, it has, like, a 6.8 on Mel. I'm Dude, like, this show should have like a 3 on Mel. And so I follow a lot of the English BAs, and they, I, the amount of times I've seen people just be like gushing after an episode comes out really surprised me. And that's I, actually how I figured out how this all ends. Do you want to play Guess Who the Panties Belong To? I kind of feel like we need a theme song right there. Guess who the yeah, panties belong sure. to? Da-da-da-da-da. Is it the dominatrix? Is it the sister? Or the chick who's a dog? Which one <laughs> Write do you your think answers it is? down now. Wasn't it the sister? It is. It's the sister. Yeah. Congratulations. Like, uh, there you know. You figured it out, and that's all that wow. matters. Yeah. So I gave this a three. Uh, worst anime of the season. Um, I don't know if it's worse than Gr- Wise Man Grandchild, which is my an- worst anime of the year so far. It's oh, really it close with that show. I, um, I, I finished that show and didn't necessarily hate it, so... Yeah, so... It's just like... I'm, like, compiling, like, my end-of-the-year awards now. Yeah. So, like, I'm trying to just keep a list of all these awful, awful shows I've seen. And, like, uh, Hensuki, Ari Fueta, Demon Lord Retry, and East Sky Chief Magician are all going to be nominated for Worst Anime of the, the Year. And they all came out this season. Yeah, I'm gonna... I might take this one out and throw in uh, multi... Do You Love Your Mom and Your Twin Hunt Multi-Target Attack for me, but... That's c- completely un- completely understandable. Yeah, I don't have anything else to really say. Like, yeah. the show is... Yeah. I can understand where people who... if respect, Maybe the dub's, like, so super great that it's, like... Maybe. Way... Like, it, it makes up for how unfun the show was for me and not it's not funny but I guess people thought it was hilarious so if you like that kind of like kink humor like really bad sex jokes maybe this is the show for you I I think if you're a 12 year old boy you'll like the show a lot oh yeah yeah that's a that's (laughs) a good way to put it maybe it's just because we're both like getting close to 30 that yeah we're like yeah (laughs) Yeah, getting older can understand things a little bit better. Uh, next up, uh, a hidden gem of the season that I watched is called Copcraft. The best way to describe it are... Adam, have you ever seen Gate? Yes. Okay, think of Gate. Instead of us going into their world, they came into our world. Okay. And it's a cop drama. The best way to describe it is like if Rush Hour was an anime <laughs> and Jackie Chan was played by a elf girl. I'm down with that. Who had like, 
who had like magical powers but like the action is like fantastic and the story like makes sense and it's has like really funny comedic elements uh there's one episode slight spoiler but not really where in the like elf world but it's like other demons and stuff too they don't have porn so she is introduced to a porn magazine for the first time and like her facial expressions of like finding out essentially what sex is through this porn magazine is like absolutely hysterical it's one of the funniest scenes i've seen this year uh, it's just like a great buddy cop like drama like action there's like some comedy but it's more of like a buddy cop drama uh highly recommended it's on funimation and it has a sub and a dub 12 episodes really easy to listen to uh i gave it an 8 out of 10 i thought it was that good of a show oh wow i know i've seen a couple people talk about it on twitter that this was an underrated show but like that that 8 out of 10 is a great score so i might i'm gonna have to throw that on my list yeah, I was just, I was like put off by like the like the poster for like the show, and I was that like, was what exactly the hell? Why I didn't watch it. I was like, what the hell? It's like a grown ass man and like this random elf girl. But like, if you can literally look past that, like the show is like really solid and like really like adult dialogues and everything. So recommend it if you're a fan of like I, the best way. It's Rush Hour, but with an elf girl. All right, next up on the docket, if. If it's for my daughter, I'd even defeat a demon lord. So going into this one, I thought this was going to be one of my favorite ones this season. And it's better than most of the stuff I watched this season, but it's still not good. It's about... Okay, the main character, I don't remember his name. He's an adventurer. He goes off... Dale. 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 Dale the adventurer Dale. goes off one day. That's such... I, just, I can't help it. That's such a terrible name, I hill. know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Dale goes off on an adventure, and he's, like, cooking out at a campfire, and he sees, like, this little demon girl come up. She's, like, a child, maybe, like, five, six. And he gives her some food, and he finds out that her father's dead and that she's basically being hunted. And so he adopts her and brings her back with him to stay at the adventure guild inn or whatever and he's basically become a parent after going on this adventure and the times i what was her name it's something that sounds spanish latina latina that's or it la latina or something like that yeah it's latina but they they he names her like this really cute name and she's adorable like the times that she's like by herself interacting with the other kids in the town I have are fun to watch knowing where it's going to go and knowing who Dale is he ruins the show for me more than anything else yeah he's not good he's he's a doting father but like times 10 to the point where every time he's on screen I just wish he wasn't on screen I wish yeah. it was just bit- her, like, running around, like, trying to be helpful at the end. Like, she's picking up after these big, gruff men who, like, they look like they would... They don't want anything to do with the kid, but they all kind of become, like, her adoptive parents. And, like, they're taking care of her. Like, she gets lost in an episode, so they go out and search the town for her. And that's where she meets, like, some kids that she eventually goes to school with. Like, those parts are fun. But Dale just brings the show down so fast that I couldn't watch it after like four episodes because he's just annoying 
Yeah, like, the doting parent thing is, like, exaggerated. Like, that's to a point where, like, it's unwatchable. More of the fact where I know where the story leads to, it kind of took away from the show because it's not, like, a slice of life like we get with Sweetness and Lightning where it's, like, father-daughter relationship where I'm gonna steal this take. It's more of a grooming anime because of, spoiler alert, they bang and they get married. Um... I hated that aspect because the whole time he doesn't act like he's a father. Um, he's never really, like, proud of his kid. He's more just, like, obsessed with, like, how cute she is. And whenever she does something good, it's never, like, way to go, champ type of thing. It's always, like, oh, my God, you're so cute. It's, like, this is not, like, how fathers react to, like... It, it makes it very uncomfortable their kid. to watch. But like you said, the scenes with Outdale where it's, like... Her, with her friends or just like randomly like with some like other scenes in the show really good like slice of life elements like really enjoyable show and I, I had this take on Twitter as long as they don't make 12 more episodes and I leave the story as is and I don't read into it anymore I thought it was an alright show yep and per, yeah personally it's just Really good slice of life elements, just with some like random ass things that I don't like. So and it's personally, I gave it a go on. No, sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say it's gonna be a show that I might actually pick up when I just need a pick me up. Like I just need to watch some like cute girl being cute, like doing cute things. But I, I he the, like he said Dale, he just drove it away, drove it so down that I had to like I had to stop watching it because I felt weird watching him like the way he acted so yeah. yeah it might be something I pick up and eventually do finish because it's not the worst it's it's leaps and bounds better than all the other most of the other shows I've talked about so far on here or we've talked about like yeah, the whole this goes for anybody block. if you need if you need cute girls doing cute things watch laid back camp for the love of god please watch laid back camp Cannot stress that enough, Adam. All right. <laughs> so, uh, so you did not finish it, but you didn't drop it, right? It's kind of on hi- hiatus. I'm like four or five okay. episodes in. All right, I finished it. I gave it a six out of ten. It's fine. Watch Sweetness and Lightning instead. Yes. Next show up is a show that I'm watching. Amazon Prime's uh, like they get like one show a season to simulcast, and it's this one. It's Vinland Saga. And then this one is a sign-in, which is like an uh, advanced, ver- I should say advanced version, like an older demographic of shonen, where instead of fight scenes where you see people getting punched in the face, you see axes chopping people's heads off. And it takes place in like Iceland, Denmark, England, and like the 1200s. And it's stories of the main character of Thorsfinn, his name is. And they go around fighting, they're essentially mercenaries, these Vikings, going around fighting like the the Denmark army, the English army, whoever pays the most type of, like, really brutal savagery fighting scenes. But, like, the show itself is, like, un- like I'll just say unbelievable. It's fantastic. It kind of has a revenge story similar to Demon Slayer, where the main character's father's died. It's not really a spoiler. It's literally, like, the premise of the show of why he's doing this. And it's the story of, like, him trying to avenge his father and become this, like, great Viking warrior... The fight scenes are unbelievable. It's savage. It's really gruesome, but, like, that's the whole point of the show where, like, war is not fun. 
and especially in the 1200s where you're fighting with axes and swords it's really gruesome but it does all the elements great it's done by wit studios who does attack on titan so if you like that style of show you're going to like vinland saga it's starting its second core very recently i think it's like 13 episodes in and i'm on episode 12 so highly recommended for anybody who is a fan of like these older mature action shows it's a 9 out of 10 it's legit just behind demon slayer and uh omaze of the savage season it's that that solid that's great to hear next yeah for sure and next up is our fantasy show is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon season two i finished it adam is still currently watching it it picks up where season one left off of bell and hestia and their familia getting into like you know random encounters with other familias and starting mischief and chaos and what leads to what and Adam, I think you said that you're on, like, episode three? Or did you finish episode three? I finished episode four, I believe. I finished the four. War Games arc. Okay. So, um, I'll briefly touch on War Games, roughly. Don't want to give too many spoilers away. Go for it. Love oh, the idea of the War Games. I've already seen every... I've played the game, so I already know what kind of happens. Yeah, but this is also for, like, the other that's, people that's listening, true, if they haven't watched it. Love the aspect of War Games. I uh, kind of similar to like the high school DXD that, like chess game that they have. <laughs> the rating games. I, that was my one thing. I'm the, like, this is just the rating game. I love it. <laughs> this is like the rating game, but for like a like a familia, and I love the setup for it and how they executed it was awful. It literally they Trojan horse it in ten seconds. Yeah, it, it was they, done in like half an episode. Which kind of felt like... I think it was done quicker than half an episode. Yeah, it might have been. And that was a real disappointment to me because I thought how the how they were setting up Season 2 was a little different than Season 1, kind of going away from the dungeon. I thought that was a really good idea. And I thought it would be a really cool premise to the show. And I thought it was executed so poorly that they couldn't even add like... And like a legit like fight scene from Familia versus Familia, they just Trojan horsed it, and it's kind of really underwhelming to me. Um, Understandable. You're you're beginning like the next um, arc of the show, yep. which I also have some problems with. But I'm not going to say anything. Oh. I just thought that the show took away from what it did really well in the first season, and didn't really do anything new in the second season. I, and for me, oh sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say I totally understand that that uh, critique of it, and going like from what I've seen, it hasn't been as good as the first season. I really liked the first season, mind you. I think I have it like an eight out of ten, the first season. But I don't feel like this one is going to be as good. I from the story aspects of it, I don't think there it's as fun as the first one. And if they're all, they felt the first part felt rushed, because like I said, yes. it was less. It might have been less than half an episode for that entire fight scene. They set up this fight for three episodes, and then it f- was done in half an episode at most. So, if it's like that, I don't see it like being on the same ground as uh, the first season. 
but I don't think it's bad per se. Like it's probably it's still if if you watch the first season and enjoyed it, I feel like you'll probably still get something out of this. It'd be worth watching. But yeah, the just the biggest issue is the pacing because of how the first arc lasted was, was like it was three episodes long, and then the second arc, which you're currently on, is like seven episodes, and I feel like they should be switched. And it kind of took away from it, but like the animation's great. Like I think like the storyline that they have is pretty solid. I don't like how this season two ended, but with season three coming already announced, that could change like my perspective on it. I just I wasn't a fan of how season two ended. Um, I gave season one a seven out of ten. I thought it was like a really good like fantasy dungeon crawler, and I like the risk that I, I said this in a previous episode where like I don't mind like shows taking risks. And, like I'm not gonna take that away from it if the risk they take and it fails. I still think it's a pretty insult, uh, solid show, but I'm giving it a 6 out of 10. Yeah, and I'm not finished with it, so I can't say what my final thoughts are, but right now, if I had, I think I had an 8 for the first season, I'm hovering somewhere around, like, a 6, 7 on this one. It's, it's yeah. enjoyable. I think we both are, like, yeah, we're, it's both just, like, one point below season 1, and yeah. hopefully season 3 changes my, ex- like, view on season 2. That's totally fair. This, okay, next one we got is The Ones Within Genome. This is one I watched. I don't believe you watched any of this, is it? Didn't see a second of it. Yeah, don't. Uh, so, <laughs> this is another one that, this one took a risk. This one took a big risk, and I just think it did not stick the, well, it flopped at the starting line. So, the idea of this is a bunch of gamers that are all, like, Let's Players on their version of YouTube get kidnapped and put into a parallel I don't want to say dimension but like the things that they're encountering aren't really possible so like I'm just going to call it an isekai for the sake of explaining how this world doesn't make sense they get put into another dimension where they have to like where they have to get viewers on this hidden camera show that they're on it's kind of like Big Brother in a way where everyone's like watching them and they're all competing or survivor and they have to get enough viewers in order for them all to escape but if they fail any of their challenges they will die and so it has like this psychological horror aspect to it but then mixes it with comedy because nothing is taken seriously like the villain of the show is a guy in a suit but he has a llama head and and you don't really I from what I can tell, it's not a mask or anything. It's just a llama in a suit with a human body. And at one point, they have a human panda who has to make the... He's a, a panda girl that has to make the... Like, their challenge is to make him fall in... Or her, sorry, fall in love with the prettiest boy at school, like the popular guy. They just have these abs- ab- completely off-the-wall challenges that they have to complete... But it's all framed with, like, this if you fail, you're going to die setting. It's convoluted, and I didn't have fun watching it. It's another one of those ones I fell asleep watching multiple times. If I sounded like I had no idea, like, it was crazy talking there, like, that's what the show makes you feel. (laughs) Like, there's no other way to explain it. It's just kind of like a psychological horror but then everything is like undermined with just comedy. 
It's weird. I think I remember in like the first impressions episode where you were having a really hard time explaining the show. Yeah. It, and it was one of the reasons why I wasn't even going to bother touching it because if you can't explain it, then how am I going to like understand it type of thing? That's so. kind of how I feel like really the only thing you need to know is they have to get viewers. They're on a survivor like show, but the challenges they have are just unreal. Yeah. Like there's another one. There's like a giant Panda that saves the main character when he's falling from his death. Like we're talking like Island of the giant Pokemon size. Like, I don't know if you saw that episode of Pokemon from like the first season. Oh, yeah. with a giant robotic Pokemon. There's a panda that's the size of a skyscraper that just catches the main character and prevents him from falling, all because the main character didn't run away from him because he realized that the panda wasn't aggressive. I don't know. It's just... Everything that happens just makes you go, what? Why am I watching this? I think this is a really good interpretation of this season. That (laughs) This season was bad. I think you mentioned like this might be the worst season you've ever seen. I think this is probably the worst season of anime I've ever seen. Luckily, we did get a few diamonds in the rough, but like for the most part, there's a lot of bad shows this year. Yeah, the the highs are very high, but the lows, there's a lot of them. I'm not going to say the lows are very low because I've seen some really some stuff worse than this, but like. There's just a lot of shit at the bottom of this anime pile. <laughs> I feel you. Well, luckily for one of the good ones is a show that I watched, and it's called Given. And Given is a 11-episode show. It's on Funimation and Crunchyroll of this band coming together and creating music. Um, really slow burn of a show, but overall the show was fantastic. I think I said this earlier in a previous episode where, like, it has a romance element to it, which is boys' love or, like, a homosexual relationship between, like, the crew, which didn't take away from anything, but I know it's off-putting to some people. It was announced earlier that it's getting a movie in 2020 because the story still has a lot to go. It, the music is fantastic if you're a fan of, like, music animes. I thought, like, the big performance that they put on was, like, really well executed and the slow burn definitely paid off. The OP is fantastic, and it's pretty original. Uh, math rock is the genre. Definitely check it out if you're a fan of like these like uh, drama music. Not not too much drama, but there's definitely like undertones to like when you're creating music. Like a lot of times, people like sing about like personal experiences, so you learn like the the meanings behind the lyrics of the song. So for like music lovers, songwriters, that type of stuff, it's a really good show to pick up. I gave it an eight out of ten. Yeah, this is one a friend of mine was really wanting me to watch so that I could discuss it with her, so it's probably the next one I'm going to pick up from this season I'm going to watch before anything else. Alright, so now we got a couple of shorts coming up. First one is Are You Lost? This one is about a group of girls, four girls that get trapped on an island and they have to use survival techniques to survive. It has a feel kind of like dumbbells where they're giving you like life advice but this time instead of it being geared towards working out getting in shape it's about how to survive being stranded on an island like what to look for how to hunt how to make snare traps like how to properly like stay hydrated when all you have is seawater it's a fun show i think the uh there's a bit of uh etchy scenes in there from time to time but 
They're, it's not bad. They're enjoyable. I, I thought I had a pretty good time with this one. They're, what, 12 minutes long or something like that per episode. Peter, did you watch it? Yeah. Yeah, a really enjoyable watch. 12-minute episodes. There was, like, the etchy fan service episode or parts to it, but, like, some of the times it, like, made sense. So I didn't really have, like, an issue with it. For, like, example, when they're, like, squeezing, like, the water out of... Uh, of a fish that they use like their shirt and they wrap it and squeeze the fish with their shirt so you get to see a girl in like her bra but like it, like it makes sense you need to do that and there's some other elements to like surviving where they're in like etchy fan service elements it didn't really take away from the show the comedy was there's some pretty funny scenes to it but it was just like a overall just a really enjoyable 12 minute show I also really liked the dynamic between the characters like each of them is like an archetype. You have the survival expert who just happens to be in this situation. You have the smart girl, you have the athletic one, and then you have the princess. And I really liked just the dynamic that would show up when one of them would realize they have to do something outside their comfort zone or that it's time for them to step up because they're holding the group back and someone in the group inspires them without really realizing it. I liked those aspects because it gave it a bit of like I don't know, a, a relationship building between all the characters, and it just added just that extra layer to what was what could have very easily just been four girls that just need to use each other to survive. Yeah, it, this could have easily just been like a super etchy fan service show, and they turned it into something more, which exceeded my expectations, so I enjoyed it. And theme song, I watched every one of them. I liked the dance that they did throughout on the, in the OP. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I liked the theme yep. song. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, I gave it a 7 out of 10. Same. One of the best shorts I've seen. Yep. It was one of the wa- watching episode to episode. There's only one other show I watched episode to episode this season, and this one was one of the shining stars in my day that I could just go and watch it on. I forgot what day it came out on, but I would watch them on Saturdays. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one we have is Magical Senpai, the other short of the season about a bland main character who ends up in a magic club with a less than magical senpai. Uh, she, The senpai of the show is, like I said, less than magical. She's not very good at magic, and most of her tricks end up causing her in some kind of like etchy situation or completely like just blundering the scene and he the main character has to kind of like pick up for her slack and he actually seems to have some kind of magical skill he's pretty good at like tricks uh it i didn't have that great a time with it this was the weaker of the two for me peter did you watch it for sure um the first episode i thought was like really funny and then like it it is labeled as like an etchy it's like the random like fan service elements was like all right that was fine and then as the show went on, the comedy disappeared, and then every, like, short bit that they had was a setup to some form of, like, panty shot or, you know, like, sexual, like, yeah, interactions with, like, the cast members and everything. So it kind of lost its charm from the first episode to the last episode type of thing. It was, like, I, I watched it with, it came out on the same day as Are You Lost? So I just combined these two as, like, one episode that I would watch, like, back-to-back. Uh, just, just like a normal comedy, etchy show short, so it wasn't terrible. It's what you expect. Out of the two, Are You Lost was definitely 
my my favorite of the two, but I also think I don't know if it was actually like advertised as an etchy, but I liked the etchy elements in that one far more than the one that was obviously trying for that. And it's probably yep. because I felt like there was a real story going on, but also like it felt real and not like staged. Mm-hmm. Like the whole show kind of feels like a, like a stage performance almost that's a setup for like this gag at the very end. It's like, and it ended in a panty shot again. Or like, yep. So yep. that's what really took it for me. It wasn't even funny. So like for me, that's like more of like a five, four. I gave it a five as well. And then last on our reviews is the season one of Fruits Basket that I watched and watched the original. So. I got my interpretation of Fruits Basket for the first time, and I thought the first half of the season started off kind of slow. I obviously, we're like building to what was the end of season one, and I really liked that they got to build the side characters really well. I felt like like each side character got like an entire episode devoted to them, which is not common in most shows. So it made you really get a grasp on the entire cast of the show. I like the random, like, I should say random. I like the Zodiac elements of the characters and how each one represents, like, the animals of the Zodiac and just, like, the mysteriousness of, like, the Soma family that they have. Since we can't really bounce it off of it. I gave it an 8 out of 10. They already announced season 2, which is probably going to be another 25 episodes. I'm really looking forward to that. And I think if you're a fan of Fruits Basket, I think you should definitely check it out. All right, sounds good. All right, so let's transition to our off-the-cuff segment. Our off-the-cuff segment is me and Adam are both going to ask each other questions where we don't have, or each other doesn't have the question ahead of wherewithal time. of the question ahead of time. So just want to get, like, everyone's answers off the cuff. So I'll go first. All right, Adam, and the world of anime is very, very vast. We have genres ranging from girls driving tanks for sports to people constantly running into trucks and being sent to another world. Adam, my question for you today is, what genre of su- or subject would you like to see covered in anime that has not been seen yet? Easy. Wrestling. And not professional wrestling. I want a, like, sport wrestling anime. I've been wanting this like, for so long. A- amateur wrestling. I think they amateur call it amateur wrestling, wrestling correct? Yes, amateur wrestling. So the stuff you'd see, like, in a high school, college, Olympic-style wrestling. Whether that, I don't care if it's Greco-Roman, I don't care if it's freestyle wrestling. I just want a competitive wrestling sports anime. I've, I feel you. So, for those who don't know, back in high school, I was a wrestler. And some of my favorite anime that I don't expect that hit me are the sports ones. Whether it's Suzuka, which is more of a romance. Um, Yomushi Pedal. Like, shows like that where it's like has a big uh, sports influence, it gets me into, like, trying out a new sport. And I feel like wrestling would be the perfect one. We already had a sumo wrestling one that was, like, an underdog story about, like, a kid who's too small to sumo wrestler, but, do- like, does it with all his heart. I want something, like, mix that with Yoamushi Pedal and have, like, a kid who doesn't know anything about wrestling, like, get drafted onto the wrestling team somehow. That would be so fun for me. I think that's a good answer. Mine was also a sports one, and that's ice hockey. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That'd be a great one. 
I think like a shonen version of like uh, Kuroko's No Basket, but for ice hockey would be really cool. Oh yeah, I would totally watch that. So you ready for my question for you? I'm ready. All right. Every season, there's always some show that slips through the cracks. We only have so much time to watch some of these shows, and really good shows might get missed. So my question for you is, what is a show that slipped through the cracks that's everyone like rates as being really good that you just simply won't watch because you don't have time for? Not necessarily because Ooh. you know you won't like it, but just there's so much out there that you're just not going to watch it. Man, it's like the default answer is One Piece, but like... Then again, I'm not like the biggest Shonen fan in the world, so One Piece honestly doesn't... Everybody like just gushes. Like Every time there's a new chapter on Twitter, it's like trending worldwide. And so it's like one of those shows where like either like you're if you're not watching it, you're missing out type of thing. Man... Slipping through the cracks and I don't have enough time to watch. That's a really good question. Because there's so much anime out there that I haven't watched. It's got to be like those longer ones. I mean, most of them are just like the shonens. Like the, it's probably going to be JoJo, to be honest. Oh, okay. Which, the genre of JoJo is perfect for me. Like, I've seen the memes, I've seen the videos, and I think it's fucking hilarious. And everything about the show makes sense, and I've never seen an episode of my in my life. So it's just one of those shows where like I there's five parts out now, so that's like a hundred plus episodes. And it's like, do I really want to devote myself to a hundred episode show right now? And most of the time, I'm only watching like one at a time, and most of the time the answer is no. And I put my focus elsewhere. So like right now, it's Yu Yu Hakusho. Yep. And I don't know I'm going to watch after I'm done with that. And I don't think it's going to be JoJo, even though I know I would love JoJo. So it's really hard to explain, like, my mindset. Oh, I understand. Entirely. There's just too much time, and, like, sometimes you just need a... You're, you're not able to get to everything. And I think, like, one reason why, like, anime appeals to me is, like, I like the fact that, like, a lot of shows are, like, 12 to 24 episodes. Yep. And I feel like if I'm watching JoJo... I should probably watch all of it and not just, like, pick and choose type of thing. That's fair. That's totally fair. Do you have, like, what's what's your answer to that if you have one? Um, if I had to guess, it'd be something like Jintama. Oh, yeah. Or... That's the same thing with, like, JoJo, though. Like, it fits me perfectly. Like, I love, like, the gag humor and everything, yep. but there's... 400 episodes and I don't know if I want to start but then there's also if I like the Monogatari series I probably wouldn't be able to get into at this point but like that's one uh, I have I feel, I feel that bad one. because like that's another one it's like I feel like I'm doing something wrong if I haven't watched it yeah I mean I got some angry tweets about my stance on the Monogatari series oh, so <laughs> I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave that one I'm going to leave that one off the record for this episode because I don't want any more angry tweets. Oh, okay. All right, so that's the off-the-cuff segment. Going into our final segment of the day, we're going to be doing our oh-so-controversial 20-question segment. <laughs> this t- Which is funny because if people don't know that our of our Overlord thing, uh, we ask people to like comment whether, like, if we thought I was right or Adam was right, and it was legit 50-50 down the middle. Yep. So, like, it just added to the controversy more because then people started arguing with each other. <laughs> so, I just love the fact that it just... 
it kind of just blew up. So oh, it was fun. Hopefully though. this time it's not too bad. Yeah, yeah, it was for sure fun because we I think we argued off recording for like another twenty five minutes. Oh yeah, it, it was. Then then at work, was it like two days, three days later? I and uh, I I saw the first person message saying that you were right. And then I'm like, you know what? I have something. I've been sitting here thinking about it while I was trying to sleep. <laughs> and then I had an issue with another question. Like, if we're going to play technical, what about this yeah. question? <laughs> and so... It was a good time. <laughs> it was fun. Hopefully... Those are fun every now and then, but hopefully we can just stick to the regiment of just the normal anime 20 questions. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, let me just get, my, get mine up here. There it is. All right. So, 20 questions. I have mine picked out. Pete... The floor is yours. All right. So, if you don't know the 20 questions, so I'm going to ask 20, up to 20 questions, and then uh, Adam picked out an anime that I have to guess. So, my first question, Adam, is this a show? Like a TV series? Is that what you're asking? Yes. Is it a TV yeah. series? Yes. Okay. Did it come out before 2010? Yes. Does it have a sequel? Yes. Wait, let me, let me, ooh. I'm going to, I'm going to have to break one of the rules here, but it came out. I'm assuming it's like an OVA It came out something. in 2010. Okay, it came out in 2010 and it has a sequel? It has a sequel that came out after 2010. Okay, that's fine. Okay, um. Is it an isekai? No. Okay, <laughs> I had to ask that question since you asked that one last time, and we kind of—that's how it started. Is it a shonen? No, it's not listed as a shonen. Is the main character a, a male? Yes. It has a sequel. Okay. Um, does it take place in like a high school? Yes. And I'll say this. Depending on where you look, it might be considered a shonen. I Are you on like Mal? I have Mal has it as a shonen, Wiki has does not have it as a shonen. Okay. It, it, it's de I'll say this. It's definitely made for a male audience of about that age. Okay. Does it have an etchy element, or uh, like a like an etchy tag? It does not have an etchy tag. Okay, that's seven. Uh, is it a sports anime? No. Is it a romance yes. anime? Is there um, like um supernatural elements in the show yes. is it done by Kyoto Animation no ooh damn it okay um damn it I thought I had that there um damn it I had two in mind and they're both by Kyoto Annie okay so that's 11 shonen not sports romance or has romance in it mm, main character is a male uh, 
Uh, did I ask if it was a sports anime? Yes, you did. It was okay. not a so sports not, anime. Does it revolve around like the is the main stu- like the story revolved them around uh, like a club setting? No. Okay. Damn, what are they doing at school then? <laughs> if it's not sports or a club. Um. Hmm. Wow. Okay. There's so many. I wish I could. I need. Okay. I need to narrow this down because school and romance is about eight thousand animes. Yep. Um. I wish I could narrow it down more. There's two key genres. All that if you can figure it out would probably be very helpful. Uh, is it a comedy? Yes. So it's a romantic comedy. And school. Not done by Kyoto Animation. And it has a se- okay, it has a sequel. I need to focus on that. It has a sequel. Uh I'll say this. The sequel is a second part. So it's like Oh. Part one, part is two. Is it li- on on Mal is it listed as like a sequel? I mean it's a separate entry, yes. Okay, does it revolve around music? No. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it, I had an idea too, and I thought that was it. Okay. I think that's 13. That's where I'm at. I have 13. Oh. And if you need some help, I will give you some more help, because this might be a very difficult one. I wish I could ask if I've seen it or not, but I can't ask that question. Um, I don't know if I could answer mm. that question. I mean, you have my mouth, don't you? I mean, you could ask another question that I could very... Oh. Um, let's see. So, not music, not sports, not club, but it's at school. And it's a romance comedy. There's another key okay. genre that you need here. Okay, so... I asked if it has supernatural it, elements. It does have I? supernatural elements. Okay, so it's probably like some fucking... Mm. Oh, is it a harem? Yes. Okay. Um, okay, I think I have a better idea now. Um, so the sequel is like a second part, though. Yes. And it's a harem. So that's it's, so it's obviously not like high school DXC because that is obviously has a sequel. What other like random school harems are there? Yeah, the the first um, I'll say this: the first season, twelve episode season, is like part one. The second season is called the same title of the show with a two after it, and is the second half. It could have just been one story. Ah. <laughs> uh, is there violence in this show? No. So that's 15. So I could just probably guess just five random school harems with a psycholo- or uh Supernatural. Not psychological. Supernatural. Supernatural. Okay. It's not, it's not and a And you sport. have every What's genre su- now. Like, there's no more genres for you. I know. Supernatural rom-com. It's like 
I literally cannot get like heart like Suzumi out of my head. Uh, and I you're around the right time. I mean, I guess you know the time period. So, 2010 has a sequel, rom-com with supernatural elements in it. And it's a harem. Supernatural elements. I'll say if you took the time on Mal to just scroll down through the list, it would be there. It's a pretty popular show, though. Okay, I I trust you. I'm just worried that you might not know it now, and now I'm going to feel like I'm cheating. (laughs) If it's pretty popular, even if I haven't seen it, I feel like I would know it. Okay. And it doesn't have violence in it. Okay. I don't want dead air, but I'm just trying to think of, like, these different... Hey, this is the part where I hit my wall, too, so it's... <laughs> the dead air will come. Because, like, I... I the, my problem is I have, like, three in mind, and I know they're all the wrong answer, but I can't get them out of my head. Um... Supernatural... I'm trying to think of, like, supernatural harems. What's a rom-com? And it takes place in school? Man, what is this show? I want to watch it. It's a great show. I own the show. So, maybe that'll help you a little bit. Does it involve time travel? No. There might... Okay. I can't think of an essence of time travel in there. Okay. I'm just trying to, like, narrow it down. So, that's 16. Hmm... Damn, man, this one's a good one. It's supposed to be hard. I'm trying to work through it. You'll work through it. I, I, I have a feeling you'll, you'll at least get close. Mm, I I think I'm just going to start guessing shows because I don't think there's no point in like, narrowing it down now. So I'm just going to think of like really popular harems with rom-com elements into it. And whether it has supernatural, that might have to come later. Uh, is it? I said violence, but violence might be different. Than that. Is it Trinity Seven? No. Damn it. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Rom com. Do you want a general idea of the score? That it has. Well, knowing that's the harem, it's probably in like the sevens. Um, I, man, it it just seems like it's Trinity Seven to a fucking T. Hmm. And um, is it Data Live? No. Damn it. But you are moving in the right direction. Is it... I think that's 18, and I have two more guesses. Is it Yamada Kuda, the Seven Witches? No. Come on! I do on. want that, though. Oh, I have one more guess. Supernatural harem romance comedy 
terror. Is it okay? I I have two in my head right now. Oh, oh. I'm still going with it. Is it Bunny Girl Senpai? No. Damn that, it! That, oh. I'll I'll say this. That what came out way too late to be. Because it was 2010. Oh, what? It doesn't even have a fucking sequel. Why would I guess that? It was like 2010. Oh, my my other one is it is it uh, Kokoro Connect? No. Okay, then I, I don't know. It was the world God only knows. Oh, I've seen that show. Okay. <sighs> Why did I? <sighs> Damn it! That that's a that's a good one. I love that show. Just by the way, so I'm just gonna give this might be a hint for all the other ones I do. From now on, I'm picking shows that I know, and that I either really really like, or I think need to be avoided at all costs. <laughs> I just wish I should. I should have said Bunny Girl Senpai. That's such a dumb guess. I, I just. I was thinking rom com Supernatural. That's all I can have in my head. Yep. Okay. Well, you know what? I think that's the first time that. Well, I mean, I guess, besides the last time. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a good one because I have seen the world only God knows, so I should have gotten it. So that's on me. But other than that, I think that was a pretty solid episode. Question though, before we Thank finish you. up, how do you oh. how do you feel about that one? Is that a show you enjoy? Is that a show you'd say skip I th- on? Or I think I gave season one an eight. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorite shows. That's that's the reason yeah. I own it. Because it's it's kind of a different. It's not like a traditional like rom com type of harem show because like the girls forget who he is like after he like finishes the job or whatever. So it's like. It's a little different take on like that type of genre, so I enjoy shows like that. Yep. All right, all right. Now let's yep. end the show. This was a pretty long episode, so appreciate everybody for listening. If you want to contact us, please follow us on Twitter. That's at what do you say, Annie? That's what do you say A and I on Twitter, or you can email us at what do you say anime at gmail So once again, thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Have a good one.